Welcome to Live from Size Lounge, showcasing alumni of Iowa State University and Cyclones Everywhere, making communities, Iowa, and the world a better place. Good afternoon and welcome to Live from Size Lounge. My name is Matt Van Winkle here with the ISU Alumni Association. We've got a great show ahead, but we want to let you guys know about a fun event coming up here in the Des Moines area. After a year of waiting, Zoo Brew is back. See you on Wednesday, June 9th from 5.30 to 9 at the Blank Park Zoo in Des Moines. When you register through your ISU Alumni Association, you'll receive admission and a drink ticket for $14. This is a 30% discount from the regular price of admission. This popular outdoor event will follow Cyclones Care guidelines. That means bring your face covering and follow physical distancing requirements. And it is strictly for ages 21 plus. Make sure to bring your ID and wear your cardinal and gold. You can register for this event on our website, isualum.org. Well, today we are excited to be joined by Mason Way. Mason is one of Iowa State's newest graduates receiving his degree this past weekend in liberal studies. Currently a member of the Iowa State track and field team, Mason competes in the hurdles and is set to compete this weekend at the Big 12 Outdoor Track and Field Conference in Kansas. As a student, Mason founded the nonprofit Mentoring for Change, which partners with businesses and community leaders to provide disadvantaged youth access to membership in arts and sports. So please help me welcome Mason Way to Live from Size Lounge. Hey Mason, how are you? You've got a big, uh, big event coming up. You, you all ready for, for Kansas? Yeah, yeah, I've been training for a long time, you know, I'm just ready to finish off the season. Very cool. We'll, we'll get into that uh, here in a little bit, but tell the audience just how you got involved in track and field as a young kid and uh, how, how it kind of led you here to Iowa State. Well, see, I'm from, I'm, I was born in Liberia, but um, I grew up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And, um, you know, throughout school, I had difficulties, you know, kind of learning. And so, this one teacher named Miss Rush uh, at the time in seventh grade, um, she kind of took me into her math class and she became a teacher, a mentor, a coach. And I found out that she was the, the head coach of the track and field team at the time. So she invited me on the team and, you know, it just kind of started off from there. Very cool. Did, have you always been a, a hurdler? What was your, what, how did you get involved with the hurdles? It's kind of a, it's kind of a unique event, right? It's, it's, it's all about speed, but but also jumping as well. Are you are you a skilled jumper? <laughs> uh, no, I would not do that. <laughs> um, well, I, it first started. She just I, I kind of ran. I've, I started running the one hundred meter and then the two hundred meter. Um, it wasn't my thing. And then she was like, you know, let's try hurdles. And then I started doing hurdles. When I first started, I used to stutter step like every hurdle, like run. <laughs> Better step like 20 times and then jump over the hurdle. But the only thing that got me through the race was just because I was fast and um, I had that quick muscle. Um, but over time, I, you know, I learned how to, you know, get the form right, the, the steps right. And, you know, I just got better over time. So nice. How did you end up here at Iowa State? Um, you know, it's been a long journey for me. I, I went to a junior college in Level Lane, Texas, um, just to get my grades right, um, get my mind right and understand what it is that I really wanted in life and um, what path I wanted to take. And so after competing at um, South Queens College, I had the opportunity to come here um, to Iowa State. I was offered you know, scholarship to come here. Um, and I just took the opportunity because I felt like this was gonna be 
um, something that was going to help me grow as an individual later on down the road. So I took that opportunity. So as I mentioned in the introduction, you recently graduated from Iowa State. So congratulations to you. Uh, you. What does that mean for you personally uh, with your family? What does it mean to be graduating from college? Man, you, <laughs> it's, it means the world to my mom specifically because um, literally my mom was the first person that um, kind of taught me how to be so resilient and um, how to persevere. Um, growing up in Liberia, literally, I used to sell water on the streets with my mom. So I literally was the last option to, um, come, to, to come to the U.S. and kind of make a change for them and um, everybody else that's counting on me. So for me to come to you know, the U.S. and um, graduate from Iowa State University meant the world to her. She was crying on the phone. She was overexcited. I, I think I have a video on my social media. She's just going crazy. She's just like screaming and shouting. And um, um, I think it was just the best Mother Day present I could give her. So I'm really excited about that. That's very cool. Was she able to watch the ceremony live? Uh, is she back in Liberia? Yeah, she wasn't able to. But the only way we usually communicate, because I haven't seen my mom since like the age of 10. But the only way we were able to communicate was through like Facebook Messenger. And she was able to video like FaceTime me and um, see me that way. So. So you came you must have come to the United States at a fairly young age then if you haven't seen her in that that long. So um, that must have been that must have been really uh, fulfilling for you to to be able to express that with her and uh, to get that degree walk across that stage for her to tell her for you to tell her that you graduated. That must have been a really exciting moment. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> That's great. So um, as I mentioned, you've got a big weekend coming up with the Big 12 uh, Outdoor Track and Field Championship. Uh, tell us what you're going to be competing in and just what this, this season has been like for you. Um, so I'll be competing in the 110 meter hurdles as well as the 400 meter hurdles. Um, and I would say this season has been a roller coaster ride for me because dealing with the pandemic, dealing with family issues, um, dealing with personal issues, it, it's just been overwhelming. Um, as well as, you know, academic side and things like that. But I'm a hard worker. I've always worked hard. And sometimes when you don't get the results that you're looking for, um, it tends to be draining. Um, but this year has taught me to be, you know, resilient. Um, you know, it built a character, a different character in me to kind of just keep pushing and pushing beyond my limits to be better and do better and grow in a way that I've never experienced before. So I'm thankful for that opportunity. You recently founded a nonprofit called Mentoring for Change. Tell everyone what this is all about and why you decided to start it. Wow, uh, Mentoring for Change is basically um, a solution to a problem or you know a situation I experienced while growing up. Um, you know, I didn't have the the resources that I needed or wanted to you know to get to where I wanted to be in life. Um, I didn't even know where I wanted to be in life, but I just knew my community didn't have the support or the, the, the lack, the, the resources that I needed. Um, so I ended up creating an opportunity for myself to get into college and um, find them, you know, my why. And so with the help of mentors and, you know, people like Miss Rush and several other people along the way, um, I was able to get into Iowa State University without having so like student loans or anything of that sort and being able to come out of college knowing what it is that I wanted to pursue in life. Um, so I wanted to kind of create some type of model or replicate some type of structure um, that I can help 
um, other people who are disadvantaged or just young people in general um, that just don't have the opportunity, but they need the, the, the mentor or they need somebody in their life to just help guide them to um, be successful and um, reach their full potential. And so I created Mentoring for Change to do exactly that. You talked about your teacher growing up. Was that kind of the catalyst for having that mentor in your life? Was that something that you really wanted to give to other people as well to experience that, that, that might not have it otherwise? Yeah, because especially growing up in the high school I grew up in, which was Upper Darby High School, um, I was surrounded by people who they were very talented. I mean, more beyond talented than I am. And um, I'm just like, why are they not going places? Why are they you know, not doing so much with their lives? And even at that time, I didn't know what I wanted to be in life, but I just saw so much opportunity and people weren't taking advantage of that. They didn't know where to go. They didn't know what to be. They didn't know how to do it. And there are so much resources out there, but they just didn't have um, somebody to help channel or direct that, direct them to that resource. And so um, I was just fighting for a way to, you know, see it through so that I can be able to create that opportunity and tell them, like, if I can make it, you guys can definitely make it, you know, go out and chase your dreams as well. So that's why, so, you know. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah. So mentoring for change is it's really focused on a couple of things, right? So it's arts, sports. Is there anything else that uh, you guys work with these people, these mentors with, with these youth? Yeah, so I want to I want to also incorporate something with like resume building as well, so that through, sure. throughout this process, they they're building some type of resume to enter into the real world, um, so that they can you know have something to when we connect them to like a professional network or a professional connection, it could be a career opportunity that they have access to now, and so I wanted to create some type of you know professional connection so that they can enter the real world with a job or with some type of career that they love doing and then share that talent with the world and the community so that they can help themselves and those around them as well. Yeah, it's, it sounds like it's, it's very similar to like a big brothers, big sisters type thing that, that you have here in the States, but it's really taking that approach of that more professional side or something that's a really a strong interest to that, uh, to that youth, right? So really honus, or honing in on that one thing that they, they enjoy doing and partnering them with somebody else a mentor that has those same interests, right? Yes, yes, specifically, yeah. yes. Yeah, so um, where do you hope to grow? How do you hope to grow Mentoring for Change? Where do you see this going into the future uh, now that you're graduated here from Iowa State? Well, the next step is um, I'm gonna be full-time in the SciStarter program. And um, what I hope to you know, get out of that program is basically knowledge, um, funding, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, some type of process of recruiting board of directors and things like that sort. But um, in terms of knowledge, I have never ran a nonprofit in my entire life. I'm not going to sit here and tell everybody that, you know, I know it all. I know how to do run a business. Um, this is my first time ever doing this. Um, and so I'm searching for the knowledge and people to be on my team that can educate me as well. Throughout my entire life, I've been learning. That's that's just the type of process, the person that I am. Um, I'm just constantly learning new things so that I'm able to, you know, give out that opportunity to other people as well and share that experience. So that's what I really want. So knowledge, funding, and um, just the opportunity to be able to recruit board members from that program. Yeah, that, that Site Starters program is really unique. It's a new program here. For those that don't know at Iowa State, it helps students, uh, current students or new grads like you, Mason, focus on their startup or their business idea. Um, so how, how did you get involved with that program and 
Um, how do you hope to benefit from it uh, here this summer as you as you look forward to, to growing Mentoring for Change too? Um, see, it's, it was a long story because it, I got I got to know somebody named Judy Els, and um, it was throughout. It was like the summer when I first got this idea of Mentoring for Change, and I wanted to um, just reach out to somebody to talk to about the um, about the program that I had, the, the business that I had. And um, through connections and all kinds of stuff, I met Judy Els, and she you know, had me do several pitches, pitch competitions. And next thing you know, the first one that I did, I actually got like honorable mention. And I wasn't happy because I'm like, I know I could do better than that. I got to keep going. And then I got into another one and then I placed uh, third or something like that. I'm like, I got to do, I got to do better. I know I can. And then next thing you know, um, I made it to this bigger stage and I just kept progressing, progressing. And over time, my pitch got better. I asked for help. And now, you know, this is what mentoring for change is now. So, yeah. So um, are you, are you really hoping to keep this more of a local a nonprofit? Or are you hoping to grow this to, to more of a larger network where people could, you know, virtually connect with somebody in a different state or a different country for that matter? Uh, do you hope to start small and grow this or how do you envision uh, mentoring for change growing like that? So my, my goal is to start small and um, really get some results. And um, I want to see results so that I can show people like this works. This is this is very important and it works. It's going to change communities. It's going to change how we see things in the world, um, perspectives, and so much more. And I want I want it to be, you know, something that I can open up, you know, different places, launch, you know, around the world. And possibly, if I can, take it back home to Liberia because I know there are so much opportunities there as well. And so, but right now, I plan on starting in the Ames area, in um, the Story County area, and then branching out later on. How can people support mentoring for change or, uh, you know, monetarily or uh, maybe being a mentor? Um, so right now we have on our website, you can fill out some applications on there and um, just giving us, you know, your contact information and how to stay in touch with you um, so we can reach out to you. Um, I'm planning on doing focus groups in the future, um, as well as just, you know, you can follow us on social media on our Instagram page on our LinkedIn um, page as well. Um, just keeping updated within that community and just knowing what we're doing, what we have coming up next um, within the community is gonna be very helpful. I can't do anything with funding right now because I'm still competing as an NCAA athlete, um, but after school, I will be accepting fundings and um, to be able to help progress mentoring for change. Very cool. Well, Mason, thank you so much for joining me today and best of luck to you and the track teams down at the Big 12 Championships, all right? Thank you so much, Matt. And best of luck growing Mentoring for Change as well. We'll stay tuned, all right? All right, thank you. Well, thank you for tuning in. We hope to see you back here next week as we will be looking back at one year of Live from Size Lounge interviews and joined by a special guest, former NASA astronaut and Iowa State alum, Clayton Anderson. Thanks so much for watching. Have a great rest of your week and go Cyclones. This series is made possible by members of the Alumni Association. If you are interested in staying connected to the university and receiving all the benefits and services of being a member, visit isualum.org.